Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Hear that? It's the call of the crave. And when the crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 bacon bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider, 1921 bacon cheese slider, or chicken bacon ranch slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 bacon bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. We have reached the end of our seventh season of By the Book, and you know what that means. We are starting an HGTV makeover show. No, no, no. That's later. <laughs> I know. It's time for another By the Book season wrap-up. That's right. It's time for our By the Book Season 7 wrap-up. This is the first of our current crop of bonus episodes. Every other week between now and Season 8, we'll be releasing a new bonus episode for you, starting with this one. And if you need more of us, you can have more of Kristen, because <laughs> she's got another show you can listen to right this very second. You can go search for it in your podcatcher right now. It's called Movie Therapy with Rafer and Kristen. And in each episode, people write in with their quandaries, their questions, their probs, and Rafer and Kristen respond with some empathy, some advice, and most importantly, some viewing recommendations for whatever is 
ailing the person who wrote in. It's like the perfect mix of advice show plus a watch list, plus like almost a hint of a watch party, if you're asking me. (laughs) Um, It was just written up as podcast of the week by Vulture a few weeks ago. I just saw it in Apple Podcasts uh, staff picks list. It's just the perfect quarantine. Listen, Rafer and Kristen are amazing. They're friends, just like Chris and I are friends. I also know Rafer. I can vouch for him. He's very cool. Um, it's a very fun listen. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Oh, thank you, Joanna. How's that for the world's longest plug? <laughs> thank yeah. you. Thank you so much, Jolenta. But also, I want to plug both of us because, reminder, our book, How to Be Fine, What We Learned from Living by the Rules of 50 Self-Help Books is available online, in stores. You can read an ebook. You can read a hardcover book. You can listen to a book, which I consider reading a book too. Don't you, Jolenta? Mm-hmm. It's still Plus reading. Plus we read it to it. you. And it's like just listening to the longest ever by the book episode, if that <laughs> sounds good to you and not like torture. Yes. Yes. So please check out that book. It is called How to Be Fine, What We Learned from Living by the Rules of 50 Self-Help Books. And you know what's so great is so many bookstores right now have contactless pickup. So you can just Mm -hmm. order it in advance, go to your local bookstore, pick it up, and you don't even have to like compromise your safety if you don't want to. No. Easy peas. And announcement number three, by popular demand, you asked for it, we are bringing it. We have set up a buy the book Patreon. That's right. Wow, wow, wow. Buy the book Patreon. <laughs> so for a small $5 monthly donation to the Buy the Book Patreon, you can receive the rules to a self-help book we have lived by every week. These are the rules that we have distilled from the books. And full disclosure, it sometimes takes us over 20 hours to do this job because let's be real, lots of self-help books are not that well written and hard to decipher. I would say most. (laughs) (laughs) Also, there's a $10 level at our Patreon that you can join and we give you a bonus mini episode every week. So to learn more, you can head over to patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. That's patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. We'll also have a link on our Facebook community and in these show notes. Check it out. All right, Jolenta, shall we get the season seven wrap up underway? Yes, yes, yes. And reminder, for the wrap up episodes, we're going to go through our entire season just down the list of all the books we've lived by, and we're going to talk about what stuck for each of us, if we've had any new revelations since living by the book, and, of course, what was pure torture. Yes, yes. Uh, Let's start with the first book of the season. Yes, we're going in order. The first book of the Mm -hmm. season was The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, How to Free Yourself and Your Family from a Lifetime of Clutter by Margareta Magnuson. Jolenta, let's start with you. What stuck? Oh, do let's. Okay, what stuck? Giving gifts to loved ones now instead of when I'm dead. (laughs) Um, And by that, I don't mean like buying a fresh gift, but I mean, you know, if the moment is right and you're ready to offload something special to you, say, perhaps not in a will, but while you're alive, do it. 
because that way you get to see a person enjoying a gift. And like, you know, I gave my friend Chris some of my special crystals while I was death cleaning. (laughs) Exactly. And he sent me a picture. They're hanging on one of his hooks, uh, like a towel hook in his bathroom. And now his bathroom is blessed. Oh, that's nice. It It is nice to see people enjoying items that we've passed along to them. I really love that, too. And it's like, I could I could most likely see that as a ghost, or I could just get it as a text while I'm alive. <laughs> what about new revelations? New revelations. <laughs> you don't have to tidy all at once, which sounds simple, but having read so many self-help books, especially having lived by... Marie Kondo's, you know, magical art of tidying up, life-changing magic. You know what I mean. Yeah. Having lived by the life-changing magic of tidying up uh, in our first season, I really had it drilled into my head that, like, tidying involves, like, a weekend-long deep clean where, like, you can't do anything other than clean and it's this horrible slogging process. But then when the weekend's over, it's like, ah, and it's like, oh, no, you could just, like, do it piecemeal, like, And if you actually have some sort of focus and strategy, like, it's not a clusterfuck. Like, it can work. Yes. What about torture? Was anything torture for you in this book? Okay, the thing that was the most torturous of this this book is the fact that while living by this book and making this episode, I learned that people in New Zealand get a house key as, like, a milestone gift. What, when they're 21 or 20? (laughs) And, like, I think about it sometimes when I can't sleep at night. Just, like, I think myself into a black hole of the symbolism. And, like, I know it's kind of cute, but just, like, why a key? And, like, how were you getting in before? And, like, do you, like, pretend to put it on your keychain? Like, does everyone do it? Is it old school? Like, only Dean's family? I don't know. But you know what I was thinking about? It seems to be an invitation to never leave the house. Like, all right, you're 21 now. You live in this house with us forever. Yeah, like, now never move out. Like, now you're just an adult with a key in the house. I don't, what does it mean? You see? Okay. I could talk about this for a hundred years. Like, I'm going to start some deep dive podcast series about, like, New Zealand keys. So look out. Uh, (laughs) But please, Kristen, for you, what stuck with the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning? All right. I'm not quite sure if it was the book or circumstances in the world, because, you know, the world has circumstances now. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've definitely brought less into the house since we've lived by this book. At the beginning of COVID, Mm. I was on eBay pretty regularly trying to stock up on clothes for award shows, book launch events, vacations that have (laughs) since been canceled. Everything's since been canceled. Book launch. I know, I know. But since then, I've bought almost nothing. Almost nothing at all. And you're like a pretty profound, um, like, internet thrift shopper. I am an internet thrift shopper, but yeah, since this book, pretty much bought nothing on the thrift shops online. Yeah. Okay. New revelations. All right. Not a revelation, but a very nice thing a listener named Ben brought to our attention. Uh, Ben wrote to say his friend David, who's a rabbi, gave a Yom Kippur sermon inspired by our Swedish death cleaning episode. Shut the fuck up. I kid you not. It was all about being mindful, about preserving and destroying, about our legacy, uh, enlisting the help of loved ones, relationships. 
It was such a beautiful sermon. Please, please, Jolenta, I, I'm going to like make sure that you see this letter that he sent us. Y'all can't see me, but my mouth is agate. <laughs> Maybe I'll write back to Ben and ask if we're allowed to share it on the Facebook page because That's it so is cool. a beautiful sermon. So thank you. That, that was a revelation. The sermon was a revelation. I love that. Um, what was pure torture, my friend? Just dragging myself into doing things like cleaning the storage area. I mean, starting was the hardest part because it's just like, oh, going into this basement. How much stuff is in there? Whose stuff is it? I don't want to do it. Once we did it, it was fine. Once we did it, Dean and I were telling stories and laughing. But just like the emotional buildup. The idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. That That makes sense. That was torture. We did not want to do that, but we did it. Um, shall we move on to yes. our next book, Jolenta, Homebody, Let's A Guide to Creating Spaces You Never Want to Leave by Joanna Gaines? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Jolenta, what stuck for you? Uh, shiplap stuck to my wall. Ah! Kidding. I'm kidding. I had to do one shiplap joke. Otherwise, <laughs> we haven't talked about the Gaineses. Yeah. Um, what stuck? Mainly the idea that little, like teeny little changes can make the difference to a vibe in the room. Like, I don't know, putting a plant on the back of your toilet. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, little details make a difference. Or like just straightening the rug so it like helps the flow of the room. Um, And I like knowing that small things that cost zero money and like sometimes minimal effort can enhance the atmosphere. Yes, What about new revelations? New revelation is I apparently love moments in decorating and talk (laughs) about them frequently now. Yes. uh, Reminder to listeners, Joanna Gaines talked about creating moments in spaces. Um, I love a moment. (laughs) I want you to walk past that chair that's so inviting. You're like, am I having a moment? (laughs) And uh, what about torture? What was pure torture for you? Okay, I mean, I feel like I brought it upon myself, uh, but moving my living room all around for no reason, even though it looked good on paper in the drafting phase, like according to the schematics, uh, but then it looked bad in person, Um, just moving it and moving it all back and exerting a ton of energy for like no reason. But I guess it's not no reason because I know it doesn't work officially, but still, it sucked. Yeah, yeah. Um. For you, homebody, what stuck? Well, we are continuing to eat at the dining room table now more than we used wow. to because with the new chair feet, my feet touch the floor. Remember that? The oh, chair right. feet You're not were- like a preschooler on a big <laughs> chair anymore. With, with my feet swinging in the air. And, oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, so um, that's been nice. And, and, you know, before those new chair feet, we just – didn't do it. And those chair feet, they cost next to nothing, like a dollar per chair right. or something. It was so cheap and totally worth it. Again, it's all in the deets. Um, yes. New revelations, homebody right. style. All right. There are a couple of revelations. One, not everyone knows what shiplap is. Sorry. <laughs> we've gotten a lot of letters asking us oh, no. to not just throw around uh, obscure cultural references because we know them. So sorry, those- I just spe- I just have too many decorating moments. I forget <laughs> not everyone shiplaps. So for those who don't know shiplap, it's kind of similar to that wood siding that everybody's grandpa like had in the basement in the 1970s. Hipster wood siding. <laughs> yes, but rather than hung vertically, it's almost always hung horizontally. It's sometimes reclaimed wood. So I mean, I'll be curious to see if down the road everybody will be like, oh. 
you know, grandpa's house with the shiplap in kind of the same way we do it now, looking back on popcorn ceilings and, oh, um, and like wood paneling. I mean, you know, will it age well? Will it look dated? I don't know. Large floral <laughs> wallpaper with like a chair rail molding through it, you know? Yes. An- another revelation. I just don't know if like there's the, the one gallery wall that I, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm still not sure about. And I think my new revelation there is I might never be happy with that. I don't know. Maybe that's pure torture. It might be a cross between those two things. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What is the pure torture? What was the official pure torture? Well, my official pure torture was realizing Dean and I are, according to this book, traditional because there were not enough options for us to actually be what we thought we were. You guys are like a bit tradish. Yeah, but most people think when they walk into our house, we're like a whimsical 1960s house because of, you know, all the mid-century stuff. Whimsical 1960s is not in the book. Um, but like you, know. you like a lot of Victorian accents, which to me reads as traditional. But I would say you're like a mid-century tradition. Mm, interesting. Interesting. All right. Shall we talk about book number three? So you want to talk about race by Ijeoma Aluo. Mm-hmm. Okay. What stuck? Yes. Um, I think since living by this book, I'm more apt to enter discussions uh, revolving around race because I feel well-equipped to handle, like, when I do inevitably fuck up. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and I think this book also drove home, like, you will fuck up, and it's not the end of the world. Literally, it's how we learn. If we never fuck up, we never learn a thing. The book does not say that. Like, these are my, these are my twists. Kind of says that though. It kind of but says you know, that. Yeah, it's like if you never try, you never learn. And like now that I've learned sort of a few tools for like what to do when I fuck up, I feel like a bit braver. Yeah. Yeah. What about new revelations? Um, new revelations is again, like we're gonna make mistakes. And I think what I'm learning is like making the mistake isn't necessarily the issue as much as how you handle what you do after the mistake. Like if you dig your heels in and like yell at everyone defensively, that's that's more of a problem and like putting worse shit out into the world than if you're like, whoa, what happens if I like learn and reflect and listen and then maybe like put that new message out into the world? Like Like, making a mistake isn't the end of the world, and, like, you're fucking up more if you don't do anything with that mistake. Yes. That's my new revelation. Absolutely. I totally agree with both of those points. Um, Mm -hmm. What about pure torture? Look, I'm going to put this lightly and try not to come off as a bitch, but it's still surprising after living by this episode the amount of, like, threads on social media and discussions that do end up still veering towards, like— White pride or, like, white people have it so hard. And we're not saying that white people don't have struggles or individuals don't have struggles. But there are, like, societal inequities that have been put into place by, like, longstanding horrible practices that aren't comparable to, like, anything most white people have experienced. And, like, that's okay. It doesn't mean your experiences are less valid. And, like, I just wish we could stop being so defensive, like myself included. Mm -hmm. And it's torture to watch it like play out and like hurt people's feelings uh, every which way on every side when we could all just be humans. Not saying I fucking know better or how to change it. It's just hard to see. Yeah. Yeah. 
on that note, Kristen, so you want to talk about race. What stuck? <laughs> well, so as far as what stuck, I think that, as you know, Jolenta, I like to go into every conversation, every situation, as informed as I possibly can. Right. Um, I, I want to always do the right thing. I don't want to make a mistake. I think a lot of people want to go in that way. You're what my Canadian friends would call a gooder. Oh, thank you. Like you and just want to do good. I want to. I want to. I want to do good. I want to be good. I want to make good. I want to do all those things. And living by this book, you know, really reinforced the idea that you are just not gonna always do good, no matter how right. hard you try. And no matter where yes, your intentions are. Yes. Yes. And. It is great if you go into every situation as informed as you can be. It is great if you try your best. But even when you do those things, you can still screw up. You can still offend people. You can still, you know, do a lot of things, uh, you know, inappropriately. You can, um, in trying to explain something, actually just come off as, an ad- as a defensive asshole. You know, there are a lot of things that, like, are going to screw up. You know, there are a lot of things that I am going to screw up and... I think that this book really, really um, helped me to internalize that and to know that— Just normalize that idea. Yeah, it's like, it's okay. Like, And there are, are there, there are other things I'm so used to screwing up. Like any sport I try, it's like, of course I'm not going to be the best at that sport. There are a lot of things. But when we talk about race, it just, for obvious reasons— there's so much more that feels like it's hanging in the there's balance. There's a lot at stake. Yeah, it's a lot harder yeah. to fuck up or to mess up around things that are high stakes as opposed to like learning how to play touch football. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, I think it is just a great message that the book puts out there. Like mm-hmm. even those of us trying our best are going to screw up, including the author. She, you know, brings herself into that a right. lot. Right, and I would say she gives examples of plenty of screw-ups like that she yeah. herself made. Like, yeah. she, you know, it's not preachy. Yeah. Yeah, so that was great. Um, new revelations. Yes. Listeners are still writing in about this episode. And, you know, one thing I think is really important to note, and we said this in the episode and in the epilogue also, that we are going to disagree with each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, in the episode, my fr- uh, the epilogue, my friend Paul wrote in, and he said, right. yes, Chris and I are both Asian, but we- that doesn't mean we agree on all things related to being Asian, uh, Asian activism, Asian identity, any of those things. And... Um, you know, it's just a great reminder from everybody who's written in that there's lots of disagreements. There's not one mm-hmm. way to be black. There's not one way to right. be Asian. There's not one way to be any race at all. And I just want to thank all the listeners who've written in. And some of them totally. loved the episode. Some of them hated the episode. Some of them, you know, liked this part but hated that part and so on. And for the people who've written in, the responses run the gamut. They, you know, they're, they're all over the place. And it's just a good reminder each that each and every place. Yeah, and it's just a good reminder that we all are individuals. We're not, you know, just a monolith ever. And so thank you. Thank you to everybody who's written in. It's just it's been really mm-hmm. great reading the letters that continue to come in. Pure torture? As far as pure torture, um I'm going to have to agree with your point, Jolenta. It it is I do hope that, you know, we all can work toward a place that not everybody feels the need to, uh, you know, be defensive about certain things, mm-hmm. um, specifically white people about certain aspects about being white. I hope that yeah. we can move past that. So I, I, I'm going to agree with your right. torture point, Jolenta. I should have 
I should have said what I wrote in the script, which is, I can't wait until fighting for equality stops threatening people who are in control and, like, then just they stop lashing out about it and sort of accept it. It's not like because you're white or whatever. It's just, it's it's a it's a power imbalance and equality feels like a loss of power to those in power. Yeah, yeah. But it's just going to feel that way. So, like, stop hitting on the way yeah. out. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. God damn it. I know what you're saying. I, I think the listeners know what you're saying, too. Thank you. So. All right, Jalenta. Shall we leave that book behind and move along to The New Plant Parent, Develop Your Green Thumb and Care for Your House Plant Family by Daryl Chang? Yeah, let's just l- turn over a new leaf. <laughs> mm, plant jokes, plants. <laughs> All right, Jalenta, what stuck for you? More poking holes in soil. That was a game changer, Kristen. I'm poking holes in every fucking soil I see in my house. Yes. Um, Yes. Literally, the plants are growing better and faster. Like new leaves are sprouting and ones that haven't sprouted leaves in forever after I started poking holes. I swear to God. Nice. Nice. Uh, Spoiler alert. I'm just going to say that's what stuck for me, too. Shut up. I love poking that dirt. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm going to bash my head in this closet door. Nice. If we were not social distancing, we would be high-fiving right now. Uh, (laughs) All right. What about new revelations? My new revelation, I wrote plants aren't made of glass. But uh, what I mean by that is, like, I am realizing you can make more mistakes than you think with a plant. They aren't, you know, they aren't Teflon, but, like, some of them can forgive and want to forgive. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's okay. It's okay. And like they'll look a mess sometimes, but then they come back from the dead. And it's like (laughs) they aren't like I feel like I used to think of plants the way I thought of CDs when they first came out where it was like, oh, never touch the bottom of the CD and like hold it (laughs) special and wipe it this way and ah, don't drop it. Now it's like the fuck's a CD. (laughs) Now it's like a curtain. People use it as a curtain. I sound so old. It's insane. No, you don't. But you know what I mean. Basically, that's how I used to treat my plants, too. Like, ah, don't look at it wrong. Don't, like, water it that way. And now it's like, oh, okay, like, they aren't precious little baby CDs. Like, we're all going to live. And, like, plants want to live, and they want to forgive you. And what about pure torture, Jolenta? Obviously, pure torture was having to admit to Brad that he's been right all along about his stupid plant shuffle and like making sure they get all the sunlight and the little babies and I used to give him so much shit and then I had to be like Daryl Chang says you're right (laughs) and I hate doing that so it was torture (laughs) what about you new plant parent what stuck oh well now that you're an old plant parent (laughs) as as I already mentioned the aeration the poke in the holes um But as far as new revelations, I'm just going to admit it here and now. I've been in denial about something. Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't even talk about it in the episode, and I should have talked about it in the episode, but I wasn't ready to. I was in denial. So my succulent is planted in this Triceratops-shaped gold planter. It is a beautiful gold planter shaped like a Triceratops. And I have not replanted this poor succulent as much as it needs to be replanted. It's tried to make babies. It has stems coming off of it. It's it's terrible. This plant is not happy. And I just— She wants to spread her wings. I I just was not ready to do it, and I wasn't ready to admit it. 
because this was a Christmas present, and I just, you know, I love Christmas. I love I love right, a gold triceratops. Like, do you love a plant and want it to thrive, or do you just love the planter? BT Dubs, I think you have some babies you could put in the triceratops. Yeah, yeah. And so I just, I want to admit here and now to all the listeners, to you, Jolenta, mm-hmm. it's time for me to replant that plant and do something else with that triceratops planter. And um, I, you have I one lo- week, you have one week, and then <laughs> okay. I need photographic evidence. Okay, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> as far as torture, I'm just going to say, Dean, he just freaking hates the propagation. He feels like this book was just an excuse for me to like, yeah, oh, make totally. more plants. Oh, totally. For yeah. you to do he, what you're already doing. I, yeah, and that he's is, like, oh, I, great, And it's a thing that's been vines. bothering him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not torture to me because I like looking at your vines. Yay. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to go look at Kristen's vines right now because we're going to take a quick break. Uh, but then when we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the books we live by in season seven of By the Book. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. We are back with our season seven wrap up of Buy the Book, and we are continuing with Mr. Naked himself, Jolenta. What? That, what, would, be, what? that would be Jamie Oliver with five ingredients, quick and easy food. Kristen, I want you to go first. All right. What so, stuck? So, what stuck? I have been cooking a tad more. I'm not going to say a lot more, what? But, but a time. I mean, bit cooking, more. period, is more. Yes, yes. And uh, so I've been doing it a tiny bit more. So there you go, tiny bit more. It's stuck. Um, I like it. Thanks. New revelations. Uh, a lot of people out there are very defensive about their love of salty and sweet. And you know what? Mm. I want you to know, 
people. I'm not going to take it away from you. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you're a loser because you like terrible food. That's totally up to you if you want to eat terrible food. I, I don't want to ruin it for you. Enjoy that terrible, <laughs> salty, sweet combo wow. if that's what you wow. want to do. She Enjoy had to it. toss terrible in. She had to. She couldn't help herself. It's just disgusting. But if you want to eat what's disgusting, enjoy. Um, as far as pure torture, every single recipe in this book pretty much, um, <laughs> or the ones I cooked, I mean – can we just revisit that fried rice with the smashed tofu and jelly again? Oh, my God. I still have nightmares the about jelly, it. The jelly, the visions of jelly are a lot. Oh, smashed tofu and jelly in fresh rice, not even day-old rice. Like, what rice? Oh, God. Just terrible. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. no, so bad. All right. Let's move on to you, Jolenta. For five yes. ingredients, what stuck? Uh, I guess the idea that daily cooking is simpler than I think it is. I always think of cooking as like a big production. Like if you care about food, you'll be like a foodie when you cook every fucking meal. But like, (laughs) no, you can just like toss some jam and rice and call it a meal, you know, quick and easy. No, that was a dumb example, obviously. But you know what I'm saying? Like cooking doesn't have to be an Instagram production. It can be simpler and only have like around five ingredients and not. Leave me, like, starving or horribly unsatisfied. It's funny you mention it doesn't have to be an Instagram production, even though Jamie Oliver wants us to Instagram I know, everything we cook that he but makes. It's, but, f- <laughs> like, that's also why this book had some problems. Mixed messages. <laughs> what about new revelations? Uh, weirdly, it's similar to yours. I, my, I said Kristen and I will never agree on sweet and savory ratios. Yeah, yeah. Because I have like, good taste. I love a mix. I yeah. love a yeah. kettle corn, a kettle corn life, you know? No, no. Kettle corn is just the worst. No me gusta. Terrible. Okay, I, like, I don't want to discuss this further. That is a new revelation that we just will disagree forever. Okay, okay fine, fine. All right, what about pure torture? Um, deciding what to eat is still hard, and there is not an answer for that in the book. <laughs> There's just recipes and, like, some general advice. Yeah, yeah. All right, shall we move on to The House that, Witch? Yes, obviously you nominated this one. Uh, of course I did. So The House Witch, your complete guide uh, to creating a magical space with rituals and spells for hearth and home. Kristen, what stuck? All right, so Aaron Murphy Hiscock. Gosh, this book. Oh, boy. Um, I know, I, will say, I know. <laughs> I will say I still have my little corn doll, but yeah. is, is that because it's stuck or because I have no idea of how to dispose of it? I don't know. I feel like burning anything that like makes you afraid of its vibes is a good way to dispose of it. So really, I don't know. That might release like some sort of spirits into the atmosphere forever. I don't know. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, New revelations. Um, We all knew this before, so it's not a revelation. I hate trying on other people's religion for comedy, but I guess the new revelation comes in that. we got a lot of letters saying that people love it when we do it, but I mean, I guess we've always gotten letters saying they love it. I when mean, we try I tried in earnest, not in comedy. So oh, we no. we can't help it. We're just so funny. We can't help it. Um, okay, okay. All right, I have actual thoughts. So okay, okay. Let's let's hear from you. What stuck? Uh, I use my cauldron for things. <laughs> It's a little cast iron skillet. It's great for like when you want to burn something that reminds you of your dad because you're really angry late at night, you know? (laughs) Okay, good. Um, What about about new revelations? Uh, I guess, I mean, I'm sure this is an old revelation for you, but I realizing like I am that crystal friend a bit 
<laughs> that like might be the person that gives you crystals. We all knew that. We all knew Whatever. that. Whatever. We knew I don't that. Know why I'm so fucking defensive right now. <laughs> what was pure torture? Uh, you trying to get out of living by this book uh, from the second we started thinking about this season till now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's move along. <laughs> oh, let's let's move on to something we can all fucking agree on. Entertaining by Martha Stewart. Yes, yes. What stuck? My love of Martha. Oh my God. Obviously, Martha. Yes, we love you. We love you so much, Martha. Um, I still page through the book sometimes and just look at. Oh those my God! I was just looking at it the other day too. It's so great. This book is just a delight. This like fake aspirational living that she's so good at oh, marketing. It's gorgeous. It's, it's just insane. Like no one's going to have a farm with that many acres and make that many things and do all the and- stuff that she does. I love it. Every photo is so beautifully like um like 80s yes. um foggy like yes, we don't yes. we don't have photoshop yet but we have figured out how to put vaseline on a lens and yes. we think it looks dynasty chic. Yes, like, we do. Yes, we love it. We love it. There there are definitely some puff sleeves in here, definitely mm, some mm, feathered mm. hair. The, the, yeah, the winged hairdos, oh, to die for. So good. New new revelations. Um, there are loads of ways to party, even in a pandemic. I know this book was not written for pandemic times, but yeah, this book definitely is a great way to get started mm-hmm. if you want to party during a pandemic. And um, yeah, I, I, I think with this book, a lot of us who don't feel like we can leave our houses might feel like we can leave our houses again, you know, even if mm-hmm. it's just like a folding table on the street and drinking champagne with friends exactly. in sequin gowns. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was pure torture? Honestly, nothing, but that's because I didn't make her recipes. I think if I made her recipes, I'd probably feel sort of tortured because, right. you know, paging through that book again, some of them are way harder than they are the not, things I not usually not a lot cook. of work. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not like the five ingredients recipes. I was going to say, let's just say they run like the polar opposite style of Jamie Oliver's. But. Yes. Yes. She's not freaking making fried rice with jelly and smashed tofu. No, that's no. not what Martha's making. Uh, mm-hmm. What about you, though, Gillette? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's stuck for you? Uh, what's stuck? Martha is still a revelation and just so fucking cool. Yes. Love me some Martha. Ugh, what's not like to love? my. What's not to love? Adoration of Martha has stuck like the sticker I took a picture of myself next to on the bus window in San Francisco that said, Free Martha. Yes. Back oh, by in the way, just a little tangent here. You know how Martha yes. and Snoop Dogg are super good friends? Uh, yeah. I, I had a dream the other night and I was hanging with Snoop Dogg and we were talking uh, Martha and it was so cool. He was so nice in my dream. He was super, super I nice. I bet he was in person too. <laughs> What about new revelations? New revelations. New revelation is uh, this book, and I guess entertaining, at least the way Martha Stewart sees it, is so much more about comfort than I realized. Mm, Um, And not like comfort, like pants drunk, uh, Huga style, but like the idea that a big component of entertaining is thinking about like the comfort needs of others and Mm -hmm. like... I often forget it's not just about being like, look at my plates. You know? <laughs> like, look at what I can do. 
<laughs> and what about torture? What was pure torture for you? Um, having to read this book and do work around it and not being able to just sit and endlessly like thumb yeah. through the photos. Yes, I agree on like, that Like knowing too. I couldn't just enjoy it, but I had to take notes while looking at it. Was torture yeah. at times. Yeah. If we were not social distancing right now, Jolenta, what I would have loved for us to do is just- is host a wedding. No, host a would, wedding? Oh, well, that would be good too. But I was just going to say like, <laughs> you and I go to your house, sit on opposite ends of the sofa, each of us with a glass oh. of Prosecco, and just page through the book and then say, oh my gosh, look at page 85. Look at that. Oh my God. Look at that basket. It would basket. make us go through every photo spread and be like, which of these five photos do you wish you were living in? Yes. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. We could have made a whole weekend out of that. That would it have been so have, fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whole girls weekend could be revolving around just like somehow doing things with this book. <laughs> Let's move on. Kristen, up next, last book of the season, girl. This is where you belong. The art and science of loving the place you live. What stuck? All right. So... Good old Melanie Warnick. She yeah. got me out of the house. She got me to, you know, run walk the back roads and trails of Prospect Park. Um, and guess what? You still like marathon training? <laughs> I am. Not not every day. I mean, there was a while there where I was doing it at least five days a week, but I'm wow. still doing it two to three days a week now. Yeah. Um, and it has been really great just discovering new nooks and crannies of the park or mm -hmm. not feeling lost in the park. I even did nice. a little walk with a friend recently and she was just like, I didn't even know that you knew like, this part of the park. I'm like, and yeah. I'm like, that's because I didn't know this part of the park a month ago, oh, but I do now. <laughs> and that's a big deal, I think, too, uh, especially for you, like someone who's lived in the city as long as you have. Mm -hmm. Like that's sometimes it's hard to find new things. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's a lot of fun to discover these new things. And, you know, especially now that like the seasons are changing, it's such a joy to watch, um, mm. you know, how the trees change and, you know, what what kinds of uh, life in the park is different than back when we were living by the book. So that's been really fun. Okay. Kristen, new revelations? Uh, well, this is a new revelation for everybody in New York City that I know you're uh -huh. excited about too, Jolenta. New York City has announced that outdoor dining is now going to exist yeah, year-round. Yeah. Bars, restaurants, we're going to be spreading out onto the sidewalks. I'm going to be wearing snow pants in December, eating some I'm soup be on the sidewalk. All the scarves. Yes, I'm going to be supporting all of my neighborhood businesses. And I don't care how bundled up I have to be. I, I got these boots last year from Santa that supposedly mm. can handle 40 below zero temps. Got my snow pants. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to support my community businesses all the way. Love it. Doing it. Uh, what was pure torture? Uh, the research in this book? I mean... Yes. The actual book book? The book book. <laughs> I mean, we don't need three studies to back up every single assertion in the book. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I feel like it almost muddles the advice at some point. I'm like, wait, what were we even... What was I getting advice on? Like, there was too much evidence back then. Yes, up. yes. And Melody Warnick, I understand you're trying to create a book that feels less fluffy, but in a sense, it actually just felt like it was um, overly complicated and almost like, you know, you're trying so hard to prove something that maybe just would have been done better by, you know, doing rather than right. having to put in another research study, putting in more evidence, putting in, you know, all of that right. stuff. So, And it's frustrating because we love, like, I feel like at least for me, maybe I'm, shit, I shouldn't take over your section. No, 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 go ahead. No, go oh, ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, 
For me, it's like part of the torture is also like it's one of it's some of the best advice we've gotten, but like one of the books I think we've enjoyed reading the least. Like exactly, exactly. It's like it's frustrating. Yes, yes. And you know, we already talked about this in the episode. There are those aspects Mm -hmm. of privilege that you know drove both of us nuts. Just don't, yeah, yeah. Well, but okay. Enough about me. What about you, Mm Jalenta? What stuck? What stuck for me? Um was uh, I like finding ways to make walks a little more involved now, like maybe identifying a plant or like checking out this new building I heard about. Like I'm trying to remember walks aren't just for my dog relieving himself. And so I can tell my therapist like, yeah, I went outside, (laughs) but like I can still look at my fucking surroundings. Nice. Nice. What about new revelations? You know, even in a pandemic, when I've got to play it extra safe, uh, there are still ways to very much feel a part of your community. Like, it's weirdly thrilling to watch a city council meeting and to just see other people in real time, as always. It was very fun to watch jazz, (laughs) even though Brad and I, like, don't necessarily love jazz, nor would we ever seek it out. Like, it was happening, and I... It was one of those nice moments. It felt like wandering into a bar and being like, oh, this music's not horrible, but like digitally. And like there are ways to somewhat recreate that. Yes. And still do it like in your city. And what about torture? What was pure torture here? I guess the pure torture that's come from this book is Brad now thinks I care about fucking tree identification because it's like sort of fun once in a while and he does not shut up about it. Now he's like, "Uh, you know what that one is, right? And I'll be like, no, I didn't retain that information. It just impressed me once. He's like, oh, fiddle leaf fern or whatever. It's not a fiddle leaf fern. We don't have many of them out, out in the streets of Brooklyn. But you know what I'm saying. You should just like make up fake tree names. Like yeah, it's I'll a feed like, tree. You know, that's from a Dr. shut Seuss. the fuck up Brad genus tree. <laughs> oh, I give up. Kristen, let's take a quick break while I think of some better tree jokes. Uh, when we come back, we have to deliver the ultimate season seven verdict. Yes. Which book was the best? Which was the worst of season seven? We'll let you know in just a moment. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Kristen, (laughs) we are back with our season seven roundup. I'm so excited. I can barely contain myself. I want to talk about the book we liked the most 
out of the whole season. Yes. All right. What so, did you like? So you want to talk about race by Ijeoma mm-hmm. Luo. I, I do. I, I know you love this book too. I think it was the one that made listeners and ourselves the most uncomfortable. And I think it's the book that has the potential to have the greatest impact, not yeah. just on the individual, but the collective. And you know that's like one of my pet peeves about a lot of self-help. It seems like so navel-gazy oftentimes. Mm-hmm. But when the but here's self-help— Here's another way to think about yourself obsessively. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so when we can have a book like this that encourages us to grow— but not just as an individual, as a society, as a world. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and and when it's done this well, it is done so well. The writing is so good. Um, it is so approachable. I, I just can't say anything bad about this book. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. So, so mm-hmm. yeah. So you want to talk about race. That is my number one. And then I also just want to put in a good mention for even though we kind of didn't like the writing in the book. Right. I had I a lot of fun way. living by This Is Where You Belong. So yeah. I, I just want to throw in a mention of that. I'm but, glad you put that in there because I did yeah. not. And I was like, I love the fucking advice, but book, technically, no. Yeah. I mean, it really did a lot of the same things about, you know, not just looking internally, but being a part of the collective and right. doing something that is good for everybody. So yeah, I, I I have to just mention that as well. What about you, Jolanta? What did you love the most? I mean, again, so you want to talk about race, is the book that I personally learned and grew the most from. Mm -hmm. Like, it is the book that, like, gave me the most information that I'm, like, now employing in my life thus far since living by this season. Mm -hmm. We can't deny it. Yes. Um, And I just think it's a good fucking read. Like, I'm not trying to be all, like, snowflake high horse. Like, it's just the fucking truth. Also... I want to give a shout out to Death Cleaning for our listeners who are like, it's not enough about like navel gazing self-help. Like Death Cleaning is great for navel gazing. I got to talk (laughs) about all the things that make me quirky and fun and unique and how I want like to spread that around while I'm alive and like force people to enjoy what I like in a way that makes them feel appreciated. Like it's fucking fun. (laughs) <laughs> and it, like, helps you appreciate your life more. And, like, that's what we're all trying to fucking do when we navel gaze, right? So, I'm so glad. That. I'm so glad you loved that book because, um, you know, the the fact that you get nervous around topics that are related directly or indirectly to death, you know, it's not normally your mm-hmm. cup of tea. But I'm really glad that you liked this book. Um, books we hated the most. I'm exempting uh, the witch book from you. Because I know it's like a moral issue and I want to know actual thoughts. (laughs) Okay, okay, all right. Well, since you're taking the witch book off the table, I will say five ingredients. Ah! (laughs) Sorry, I had to. I'm coming for you. Watch out. Okay, so five ingredients was terrible. The the recipes were terrible. It was a pretty book to look at. It was so pretty. Again, so cute. So cute. Uh, but, oh, my gosh. It, the food was just the worst. I did mm-hmm. not like the food at all. And I don't need to go into yeah. it further. I think I've made it abundantly um, clear how much I right. hate it. What about you, Jolanta? What, what well, book did you hate the I'll most? let you give, like, three words on the witch book if you need to as well. Just thinking about it makes me itchy. And I'll leave That's it That's way that. more than three. So, Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jolenta, what did you hate the most this season? Okay, I also said five ingredients because I feel like it was misleading. 
Like, oh gosh. Yeah. It also I kind felt, of started with lies. Like, like okay. I felt like he was like, it's all simple and so tasty. And then like his instructions were vague. Like I said in my verdict, it felt like trying to live by like an Instagram caption of like summarizing a way more complex recipe. And I was like, I feel like you're not even helping me live by your book because you like kept it so vague to like look good and formatting or like sound hip when you read it aloud that like I don't know what to do. You know that one challenge that is the technical challenge on the Great British Bake Off? Where they're yeah, where they're it, like, bake. Yeah, and it's like, make the shoe Measure dough. out the flour. Yeah. Measure it to what? Bake it until done. Like, it's like, and that technical Flip challenge. upside down. It's, yeah, it's relying on the baker to just know on their own to have all that technical information in their and head. And it's a technical challenge for people who should know, but not yes. me, not I. No, not me. Not me. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, and I have to say, weirdly, my second choice for the most hated book it was your second choice for the most loved book, which is <laughs> This Is Where You Belong, not for the advice, but for the book. Yeah, the like, reading of again, it is not. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's another book, like Five Ingredients, that left me sort of with like a blue balls feeling of like, there's like, I want this advice and it's coming to me in a way that's like making me frustrated. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that's it then, Jolenta. We made it through oh all eight of the books, including the we ones we loved it and hated the most. The self help books. <laughs> I think we made it through. That's all. That's all I'll give you. <laughs> And that's it for this bonus episode of By the Book, coming at you every other week. Huge thank you to our amazing production team at Stitcher, our producers, Daisy Rosario, Brandon Nix, our engineer, Andy Christens, Chris Bannon, Stitcher's chief content officer. Special thanks also to Corinne Wallace, who helped out with this episode. And of course, Thank you to Nate Wyda. He composed our theme song. And huge thank you to the Rizzos who performed this version of the theme song. Please stay in touch. Tell us about your experiences of living by self-help books. Tell us about what books you think we should live by. Also, send us any questions you have. Send us any criticisms you have. We love hearing from you. Send us any sermons They don't as well. keep us up at night. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Our email address is kristenangelenta at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please also join our Facebook community. It's filled with really lovely, kind, supportive people. That's at facebook.com slash groups slash btbpod. And don't forget, you can also look at our pictures on Instagram at ByTheBookPod. And if you would ever like to leave us a voicemail, we play them on lots of our episodes where we hear from our listeners. Call us at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. Oh, and if I haven't told you a thousand times already, rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts wherever you listen. It helps other people find our show. It helps other people bitch about books. (laughs) <laughs> or not bitch about books to talk about how great they are and how much they helped our lives. And just tell someone about the show who likes books. Yes. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I am Jolanta Greenberg. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Drama. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I love my neighbors. <laughs> 
Brandon, please don't use any of this. <laughs> you can, honestly. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Stitcher. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.